and welcome to episode 31 of the Complete Geeks podcast. I'm host Toast and I'm joined by Bob and Organic and I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> looking forward to this episode. Yep. Uh, uh, that doesn't sum up the whole entire fucking podcast. <laughs> I think the Americans are a bit more tired than usual because of the clock change that uh, I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm sitting playing Divinity and just getting messages on my phone. I was like, oh shit. Uh, you, you ready to go? Oh, uh, you ready to go in an hour? What the fuck? Because <laughs> also uh, has no sympathy for us. Yeah, why would I give a fuck? I stay up till like fucking four or six randomly, like every weekend. Uh, I pulled that yesterday, so I'm only on four hours of sleep. Wait, and... wait, 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 wait. Did what? you. What did you just say? Who, me? Yeah, it sounded like you just said, I just pulled out yesterday. Oh, yeah, I just pulled out yesterday and I'm on four hours of sleep. Like, no, I, I stayed up at random and I stayed up at random till four and I've gotten four hours of sleep because I woke up at eight. Uh, sounds like a you problem. See, look, yep, no sympathy. Man, <laughs> fuck this podcast. Uh, uh, so, fucking, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, well, save, I guess we'll save yesterday's right. to the end when we're all, all done. Right. Uh, let's see. I played through the Final Fantasy VII demo. Uh, was it? Everything that I wanted it to be. In terms see, of, it, it was the game I wanted to play back in 97. The only thing I've seen about this was some fucking complaining about black voice acting. Oh. Oh, about, <laughs> uh, about Barrett. I have yeah. no idea. That's yeah, just the guy with the things. big, the black guy with the big Gatling gun. I mean, he sounds ridiculous, but he, that's the character in general. That's what I always imagined he sounded like in my head, anyway. But <laughs> it's what's the issue? Is it like a white guy doing the voice or some shit? Oh, I didn't that's even. That's what I was guessing, that. but I didn't yeah. bother clicking the link. All all yeah. these things shouldn't matter. <laughs> it shouldn't, but. No. But now everybody can complain about fucking whatever they want on Twitter. And right. Then they get a couple hundred likes and it's, oh, I don't have anything to promote, but I'm saving up for this. Here's a fucking cash link. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's my cash app. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's that's Twitter in general. I, I only follow people on Twitter that say, go to your seventh picture in your phone book and <laughs> earn your phone. You're never going to live that doubt toast. Get my strength. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but they, in the other aspect of people complaining about it, a lot of people were complaining about the battle system because it's so different and it's harder than a lot of people weren't anticipating it to be more difficult than the original. And I guess because it's new and different and actually has a level of difficulty to it, the, a lot of people were just whining that, oh, it's it's not like this and the menus are too fast and I can't do this. Man, fuck you. It's not supposed to be the game from 97. It's a completely redone game. It's modernized. The quality of life on it is way better than it used to be. And the only reason why they didn't do it that way back in 97 is because they didn't have the power to do it. <clears throat> yeah, and you got probably over half your audience that's never played 7. Yeah, and so why not? why not go into something... Why not go into something that's new and fresh and... I like it because even though I played the original, it's something totally different than the original. If I wanted to, if I wanted a remake that was shot for shot like the original, I'd just play the fucking first one. 
And so, yeah, it's it, it's super cool. It's very, very pretty. It It's locked at a consistent for 30 frames a second. It so runs... What is this like, style-wise, having only played Final Fantasy XV? Uh, it's exactly like fifteen in terms of menu and combat and stuff. All right. Yeah, I'm you would like it. Edge. Yeah, you would like it a lot, actually. Because it's the same thing. You, It's more action RPG than it is menu-driven. So right. it's, yeah, so you can switch styles. You can move around the map freely against enemies. Um, you could change characters on the fly with R1. and You can either hit left or right on the D-pad or R1 and R2 or R1 and L2. Some, okay. yeah with the bumpers so and it it's an instantaneous flip so if you want to move another character who has a different like magic type they could throw out that magic and while they're casting that magic you can flip back to the other person and sit there and keep on combat you know keep on with consistent combat so you it's like cycling through the menus like the original like a j regular jrpg but it's all live and it's fucking fantastic i played it i played i think the demo is like 40 minutes long or something like that and i wanted to i wanted to play it again immediately nice yeah but other than that uh not a whole lot of gaming i finished uh castlevania season three i finished yeah binge watched the fuck out of that and to me that's one of the greatest video game adaptations i've ever watched have you started life is two or whatever the fuck is it? Life is strange too. <laughs> no, I, no, I haven't. <laughs> Life so that, is fucking good. <laughs> no, I haven't. I keep ever. I keep. I see everybody talking about it, so that's gonna be my next thing I start. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention it at all last week, but that is yeah. the game club thing. Whatever yep. the yeah. fuck it is. I um, I have it installed when I installed Divinity Two ahead of time, so I wouldn't get yelled at by you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kent Castles just wrapped up episode four. He was saying. Yeah, yeah so I think I saw that flying. In there. Yeah, he's way uh, fucking ahead of all of us. I'll probably start the weekend before, and it'll just be like two long sessions or something <laughs> like that to get out. That's what I was saying. All these coronavirus fears, I'm just going to be like toast and fucking beat games and beat games and just work on my backlog. They tell me I got to stay in my house. Cool. Yeah, we we got we got our first case in Kansas yesterday. Oh shit, we got right. three in Mar- we got three in Maryland. Yeah, right up by uh, Shine's neck of the woods. No shit. No, right. we'll, we'll uh, I've not been paying any attention to it. Probably, I know there's some in Scotland, but fuck knows where. <laughs> if I'm, toast, toast if I'm going it. to get a cold or a flu type thing, I'm going to get a cold or a flu type thing. I don't. I won't know whether it's coronavirus or not. Fuck it. Toast is just going to be like, if I die, I die. <laughs> it's like the mortality rate's like less than one percent unless yeah. you get to the over 80s where I think it goes yep. to like towards 3% or something yep it's fucking have you uh, yeah. organic have you seen like the fear mongering and everything yet in stores no well I I don't go out so <clears throat> uh, I went to I went to Sam's Club which is a big box store here in the US that had I was just going there for allergy meds like my fucking Flonase and a hot dog and uh all the, all this, all the nitro gloves were gone. Oh, all the co- all the cough syrup was gone, and every single bit of hand sanitizer is gone. Like everything, I was watching people come out in like pure carts of just shit that they don't need, and it's like, why do you need eighty nine rolls of toilet paper right now? <laughs> you know, they're not. This is not a fucking pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, and yeah, 
Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> I haven't done a whole lot. I still haven't gone back to The Witcher. I think I'm still in my burnout phase of it. So I'll do Life is Strange 2, and then I'll probably go back to it. All right. Yeah. How about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Uh, well, you played Dreams, didn't you, Organic? Yeah. I did, um, <laughs> based on the conversation of the last episode and all that lovely Divinity talk, I did purchase Dreams. Oh, okay. <laughs> and think? it is an amazing tool that has a lot of potential. Does mm-hmm. it have a Divinity-type game in it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see that Evil Toast is still on vacation. <laughs> oh, he was ready to come out when you were talking about Final Fantasy. What? Yeah. yeah. That, that just really hurts. And that, oh. Now I'm going to have to start my whole story over. All right, go uh, ahead. So, you, so last sorry, week... So... the floor is yours. Yep. <laughs> Um, no, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing tool that has a ton of potential. I'm, I'm sure the, the tools to create stuff are pretty, mm-hmm. pretty neat. I didn't jump into that, but I was just kind of searching randomly for games. Um, one of the first ones I found typed in Mario and found somebody that looks like they're trying to recreate almost like Super Mario 64. Ooh. It's stunning what they've done music wise animation wise but like with any other creation tool everything feels slightly off really um controls kind of sluggish things just don't feel quite fleshed out and everything seems to be a snapshot of a game Mm. or they may build something put it out there not completed or put different versions so everything out there is not a i haven't found a complete experience yet uh, did you try the, like the dream zone thing i was reading about that uh, the stuff that they're making themselves yeah it's like you play through their longest thing is essentially their campaign and for every bit that you beat you get another tool to add to your creator or some shit yeah um they force you to go through that a little bit and that that part's I mean pretty neat and I I don't know it's it's gonna be something my daughter plays more than I do. That's cool that they actually have level based stuff. Little Big Planet those games were like that where you would go through the whole entire level and you would get like little bubbles and those would be the items that you use in the create tool. So that's pretty neat. At least as a can like somewhat of a campaign. Yep, and and it's using the motion within the controller of kind of moving that direction to move your cursor around so it's once you get used to it it's really responsive you can do things pretty quick very cool so you you mentioned a game that yesterday you mentioned a game that your daughter was playing what was it how to catch a pedo (laughs) (laughs) no um been after that conversation right yeah yeah that must have happened afterwards and also 11 minutes in gentlemen um she (laughs) Uh, she found a game randomly when we were checking out some Divinity yesterday um, mm-hmm. called Cheeto the Farting Cat. <laughs> and so she pulled me away from the fun that I was having and made me come watch this game. And essentially it is a cat sitting on its bed and you just command farts out of it until you wake the person up on the couch. He sits up and he goes, Cheeto! And then that's the end of the game. I'm glad to see the tools are being put to good use. Yeah. 
Oh shit. Um yeah, that was kind of the the major gaming thing. I did start Life is Strange 2. Hmm. So I will be doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually participating against my will. Well, going going back to like when we were talking kind of the favorite games of the decade and that one of my surprise ones that I put on there was Firewatch. Okay. Yep. And that was the surprise title because I struggle to get into games like Life is Strange. Hmm. But I'll try, and it may change my attitude towards it. <laughs> and then I took my daughter to go see the new Pixar movie Onward on Thursday night. That's cool. What'd you think of it? I loved every bit about it. Nice. I've never even heard of what It's uh, Chris Pratt. Who was in like Guardians and all that, Parks and Rec, and Tom Holland, who is Spider Man. No, the, sh- the shit one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. The, yeah, right, this motherfucker. <laughs> it's just like, is that the shit one? There's like nine movies, man. I don't know which one. There's like three main Spider Men, isn't it? We've had this conversation. Yes, we've had. Okay. So, which one is the shit one to you? Uh, well, I think Garfield was the best one. Oh, okay. You thought he was only better as Spider-Man, but not as Peter Parker or some pish. I don't care. Let's move on. <laughs> so Tom right. Holland is the latest Spider-Man. The greatest yeah, actor ever. And you think he's the better Peter Parker. We've already had the conversation. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, it essentially plays out um, very similar to Weekend at Bernie's. So there, there was a lot of good laughs. That's amazing. Um, and there is a very um, interesting Disney short before that movie that kind of caught me off guard. What's that? Ooh, uh, I don't know if I want to spoil it for you. It's... Okay, then don't spoil it. Now, 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 I, now I want to. No, spoil it. Spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you wanted if, so evil toast has slipped into the podcast it's just yeah. like do it do it motherfucker <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, yeah what about you toast gaming, i've played nothing but divinity uh, jesus christ <laughs> i was trying to think God. i've went in and redone some customization on the F1 cars on GTA. That was it. Uh, just fuck. I don't know. It's just can't wait for some new games to come out. This is yeah. This is fucking shocking. When is when is some new games actually? Uh, Ori's comes out this uh, week. Ori's, yeah, fuck Ori. Um, Love it, but I know I'm not good enough to get anywhere in it. Doom, definitely Doom try it, but I just it doesn't. The first one didn't grab me like. It's a pretty platformer, but uh, yeah, Doom and Resident Evil, I think, are the next two I'm looking forward to. Animal Crossing. No. Yes. You managed to have me interested and then totally eliminate all that interest in one conversation. I don't know if if you could change and all of a sudden be addicted to Divinity Two. I have faith in you in any game no. now. That, that, see when you spoke about fucking having to get up and like cut your fucking grass or meet somebody at this time and deliver it just fucking I'd had like PTSD flashbacks at arc fucking addiction 
I'm not doing that. Well, you won't have milk. You won't have milk this time sitting there badgering you in the whole entire fucking section of Discord. <laughs> hey, Toast. Toast. Toast, I got this dinosaur. You want help? Toast. Toast, how about now? God, that was actually the, the light stepping into Ark the time before with Shebra was fucking insane. Dis- <laughs> Discord almost made me decide on finding a new community. I was so <laughs> over it. <laughs> what, the Ark one? The Ark channel? Uh, no, everything about Ark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're like, yep, it's time, time to leave. <laughs> uh, so, Divinity, I've got... I redone my solo playthrough to do different characters. I'm now like 40-ish hours into that. Uh, I've got a playthrough called Trio that I'm doing with Scott and Dave. We restarted that. (laughs) I'm doing a playthrough with four of them. And then yesterday we started a playthrough with you two and Scott. (laughs) And let's start with organic. You can... (laughs) Get the negatives out of the way, I'm guessing. I don't have any negatives. <laughs> well, I played I, I played a fantastic solo game yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you fucking sure did. It fucking disappears as hide as a fucking bush and run in the opposite direction while we we are fighting fucking random stuff. So, <laughs> so, what did you think, Bob? I'm still, I'm still just laughing about that. I was like, where, there was the one time where I was standing next to Organic. I was like, where the fuck is he at? <laughs> it was him, disguised as a rock. Yeah, I, I, I thought that the game, I need to pay more attention to it. It was kind of the first attempt of me playing games during the daytime with my daughter, so that was a little different. Yeah. And I'd say in general, you seem like you're in a gaming funk. Like, fucking. It's, and it doesn't help that the game can, at first, it was really overwhelming in terms of all the different controls and everything like it's that. It's like, just stop picking up barrels, press X. Yeah, I know, that's a, that's a fuck me up. You <laughs> right can't go over, right you can't go over and change fucking. You can't change 30 something years of a fucking standard and expect me to adapt to it, all right? I hate change. <laughs> Just because one's two inches up from the other one doesn't mean that I have to fucking do it. That's why Bob still plays with toys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's well, a big two crunk. inches. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was really fucking weird getting a tutorial from you about this. I've gone all of these episodes explaining fucking RPGs out my ass. And try- and you're just like, oh, I don't want this pish. Fuck that. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there getting the fucking GTA tutorial voice. About an RPG and about an RPG that's way more difficult than most. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" He's explaining me the D and D mechanics like I haven't played it before, and I'm like, "I'm like this motherfucker." I'm really, actually, in all seriousness, I'm really proud of you, Toast, that you fucking did this. And um, it was once you got the controls down and stuff, and then realized that how the customization for the game is phenomenal. You're you talked about wanting to play D&D or trying to do it. Really, honestly, at this point, there's no outside of it. Outside of somebody telling you, like having a DM telling you how to play the game, you're playing a D&D campaign. The choices that you would make are the same exact ones that you would make in a game anyway. Oh, my yeah, God. Punch this person. Why it's, yeah. I think it is the sort of freedom of all this. Yeah. Got me hooked on it. Yeah. Uh, but I, 
I enjoyed it. It's a it's a very pretty game, and I was expecting it to be more Diablo like. And the only thing that's really Diablo like is more the isometric view of it, but the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that are completely different. It's a lot more methodical. Mm-hmm. Will you be playing it again? <laughs> Who me? Both of you. <laughs> I'll play it again, definitely. Uh, not organic. <laughs> Sounds like I have it? to. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have to. But if you fucking want to keep playing, we can keep. This I I'm a team going. player. <laughs> I think it sounds like you're fucking getting raped. It's fucking <laughs> your choice. If I was getting raped, I'd be like, put it in. <laughs> that's not rape. God, that's not the same. <laughs> that's consent. <laughs> well, I didn't say what hole. Oh man. Oh, but God, also big ups. To, big, yeah, big ups to Scottman. Scottman, the most vocal person on our Discord. Just fucking put up with it all. And even even at times he was super quiet and he's usually vocal because it's just Toast explaining everything to us like a bunch of fucking children. <laughs> uh, did you get an orange thing from that guy? Yeah. Can I have that? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hit X, Bob. Oh, okay, I got fucking it. Hold on. Organic. Do you want to give Bob the shield? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to go into fight. I, I equipped that shield to myself probably six different times. And then, then I finally figured out how to give it to him. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, I don't want to ask him what his character name is because I'm not paying any attention. So I, I, I grace, gracefully guessed correct. Well, let's see. Yeah, yeah you had... You had Scotman's weird ass name, and then you had Kuntflat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I knew I could eliminate one. Right. So, yeah. yeah. What was your character's name, Organic? Uh, John, pronounced uh, <laughs> Johan. John. It's pronounced <laughs> Johan. <laughs> All right. But uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was cool, and I'm glad I got it installed the night before, so I didn't get yelled at. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. You were, you know us too well because you were just like, "Is it installed? Are you ready to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got it installed last night." You're like, "Okay." That was... <laughs> oh uh, shit! Yeah. So, hopefully, well, I might try it already next week, but that's probably just going to be more divinity. So. Yeah, because I mean, Look. back to it outside of Animal Crossing because I know I don't like it. Uh, Doom Eternal. Then you got Resident. You got Final Fantasy comes out April tenth, and then you got Resident Evil. I think is either before that or right before that, or right after it. I think it's right before it. Yeah. So went went through a big ass gaming drought, and now we're gonna get fucking hammered. Yeah. So it still, yeah, still feels like we're getting Resident hammered Evil. considering all the delays. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If we all get Resident Evil, then we can all play the fucking. Uh, multiplayer, whatever the hell it's called. Oh, uh, man, did you guys, have you read any of the features about Resident Evil, like the actual main story? No, not nope. yet. Oh, man, fuck all. You're, <laughs> I, I want to oh, record. I, th- <laughs> uh, I think I've seen one thing that involves the Mr. X. Yeah, Nemesis. Uh, whatever the fuck he's called. Yeah, uh, so, no safe room is safe, because he can break into him. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. Cut your path off by jumping ahead of you or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That'd be great fun. Yeah. I just want a recording of it because it's just gonna be me screaming like a bitch like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited. Resident Evil Three. I've never played it. 
That's no, same. Really, the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Toast? <laughs> same for me. Obviously, yeah. I've fucking never played these old things. Yeah. It's the for somebody like me going from the old ones, like actually playing the old ones to the new ones. It makes me happy that it's not like the original Resident Evil One remake, where it's like here's a bunch of tank controls with pretty graphics, because that was cool for you know twenty plus years ago, because that was like limitations of hardware and stuff. So if there's any way that they can expand that and make it a better game, so that way more people are into it, like you guys, like I'm all for that. I'll fucking learn how to adapt to it. But yet again, if that's the game that I wanted to play 20 years ago. Like, they're talking about uh, Raccoon City supposed to be a bigger world. Like, it's going to have fast travel points and things like that. So, I'm, like, fucking cool. It's just not just the same linear experience that... And it isn't like the old game is gone. If I want to play the old game, I'll play it. It isn't, it isn't like, you know, I can't... I'm not allowed to touch that one anymore. I think that's what a lot of gamers get upset about when new games come out, like remakes come out, and they're like, well, it's not like the old one. Play the fucking old one then. Shut the fuck up. Stop bitching about it. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Resident Evil 3. I'm excited for uh, Project Resistance 2 and fucking Toast, Evil Toast's maniacal laughter. Yep. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see a uh, year from now, 4, up next? If, I mean, the way these things are selling, I would not be surprised. Yeah, as long as it's popular. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, four would people would go crazy for. I'm curious. I'm curious if they're gonna, you know, after this one comes out, if they're gonna say anything about continuing the story from Resident Evil Seven, or if they're just gonna say fuck it and just try to reboot everything again. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that they kind of got away from that. Yeah, because I mean, you got the two remakes, which is fine, but Resident Evil Seven is essentially a reboot of. The Resident Evil franchise, anyway. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see, and I'm curious if Resident Evil Eight, you know, because now they got a handle on the RE engine. If Resident Evil Eight is still going to be first person, or if it's going to zoom back out because they've tightened it down so much with Resident Evil Two and Three, and do yeah. third person. Uh, don't know. I uh, Seven, I think, done well for them, but I'm pretty sure Two. Like the remake done better. Yeah, that's that's what I think happened. Yeah. And what's that's the one thing I will say is with Square Enix and Final Fantasy, they need to take a page from fucking Capcom's book. You know, they announced both of these remakes, and within they announced what was it, Resident Evil Three? They announced last year, and within less yeah. than a year, they already have it produced and ready to go. And Resident Evil Two, they announced like two years, and they had it ready to go, and. Square Enix with Final Fantasy VII, they're like, part one's here, and they're like, cool, when's part two? We don't know. What? We don't even know how many parts it is. Mother. Cool. That's cool. I love this. Fucking yep. hurry this shit up. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the highlight of the show, collections. <laughs> uh, did, is Tony fucking walking about barefooted? Yeah, he's still walking around yeah. barefooted because I decided to sleep <laughs> instead of going to the mall. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to the mall today. And then I passed out for two and a half hours. And yeah, by the time I woke up, the mall was closed. <laughs> How about you, Organic? Did you go? Um, my mall's here. Well, I'd have to drive to the other side of town to even have a store that would possibly carry them. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, we're kind of in the 
dying midwest of malls that's just filled with old people doing laps. Oh, man. But, no, nothing collection-wise except for I saw some of the newer sets coming out in Target, which were pretty cool. <laughs> the uh, Flintstones I liked quite a bit. Yeah, that was, uh, he's talking about the Lego Idea sets. The the Flintstone was probably one of the best ones that they released so far in terms of that line of sets. Yeah, and then I I read a few things this week, and it seems like NECA's really trying to work on getting their stock up in Targets, and it seems like they're restocking a lot of their uh, TMNT items. I heard Bebop and Rocksteady are starting to appear back in stores. Yeah, they're starting to pop up again. They're, I mean, it's it's difficult to keep stock of that kind of stuff anyway because I don't imagine Target buying a whole shitload of it, and they're trying to replenish as much as they can. But that figure, that figure set is so hot because it's a great set, and yeah, it's sometimes with Target and toys they they really don't know what the fuck is to do. Like nobody just keeps an eye on the internet. And saying like, hey, these things are hot. We should order more. It's just like, eh, fuck it. Just order six and we'll be done with it. Yeah, and then I saw, um, I went to Target last night and they actually had Shredder and Krang in there. Yeah, that's a, a repack of the of the originals. Because each one of them before in the Series 1 used to come with a turtle. And so that was like a quick repack. And that one's still selling well. A lot of people want that one too. So it's like, holy shit. Yeah, and um, one thing that I haven't seen at least before, mm-hmm. but... I was able to pull up that the Shredder and Krang through the Target app. Yep. Yeah, they're starting to NECA's really starting to turn the online section of purchasing their figures online around. Because before it used to just be in store only. That was that you could see. And then another thing is too is like NECA's stock of figures doesn't register or didn't register on the website. So your store might have five of each, but the website will tell you that they're out of stock or not sold at the store because their inventory is like different from Target's actual inventory. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's it's a it's a, th- some of the things that they do is really like piss poor because another thing they do too that sucks is that employees can't stock their items. Only like a NECA vendor can stock their items. Yeah, I was reading up on that. Yeah, so if shit could be sitting in the back for months and until a NECA vendor gets there to replenish the stock, nothing will be out. So that's why sometimes you'll go to a store and this figure that could be ultra hard to find and you haven't seen, it will just pop up out of nowhere in someplace random and they'll have like six or eight of them. And like, hey, I just found this. And it's like, dude, the thing's been sold out for months. Where'd you find it? Oh, I guess the NECA vendor came through and stocked everything. Yeah, and I heard they have like a NECA ambassador program of people kind of monitoring the stores. Yeah, that's... uh. NECA's way from not having to pay people to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a $20 gift card every couple of weeks if you do it right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I picked up the Turtles in Time figures. The, yet again, NECA. So that's, they're the arcade-style turtles. So I picked up the Foot Soldier, Slash, and Donatello and Leonardo from that set. Man, I swear it, I pre-ordered those, and I did <laughs> not receive anything. Really? My uh, my local comic shops, and I have a local toy shop about an hour away from me. They got them in. Oh, and nice. So, yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll take a ride up there. Um, Speaking of Target, I picked up the Marvel Legends Red Hulk. They're like a big, oversized Marvel Legends figure. 
And yet again, with shitty distribution, most stores only got two or one of them. So they're going for stupid money on eBay. And I was fortunate enough to actually talk to somebody and pull it from the back warehouse to get me one. Because I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm not paying. Because it retails for 30 bucks, and I'm not paying 90 to 200 for to some scalper trash that's trying to sell it. Oh, damn. Yeah. So the distribution has just been really shitty. The stores around me, there was only like five stores out of the... And Maryland, you know, being a small state, there's a whole shitload of stores within a 30-mile radius. And out of those like 15 or 20 stores, there was only three that got them in. And luckily, one of them was like right up the street from me. Yep. And so I had to deal with that. But I got the figure and it's fucking awesome. And the last thing I picked up was a random video game. I picked up Garfield Nightmare for the DS. Is this like an old collectible type yeah. thing? Is this uh, the Spider-Man we spoke of earlier? Which one? Oh, the, of the Spider-Man? No, it's not. No, it's not that Andrew Garfield. It's not. A, man, that'd be really funny if it was a fucking Andrew Garfield game. No, Garfield the cat. <laughs> like, you know, the comic strip. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gave up on the joke when you didn't attach to it, so I'm, yeah. I'm done adding <laughs> to this conversation. So I picked it up because the cover looks stupid, and it was a rudimentary side scroller. So I ended up playing it, but played it for like 20 minutes. It's like hmm, this game, yeah, it was five dollars. <laughs> it's going into the collection. Yeah, is yeah. some of your collection just shit that you shouldn't have ever fucking played? Uh, there's a, there's some shit in there that I bought on the cheap because, uh, cause a lot of them are old. The, that was before the internet. Like I have a couple games that are just fucking terrible. The one that comes to my mind is time commander for PS one. Uh, uh they, never heard of it, but it just don't, don't, shit. yeah, don't bother. <laughs> it's it, back then I even looked at the game and was like, wow, this game is ugly <laughs> and it has not aged well at all since uh 1997 so yeah there's some things that are shit in my collection a lot of those games i've either given to people or i've just gotten rid of or upgraded to something else yeah i'm i've been a little quiet the past couple of minutes because i'm due an amazon delivery and i keep checking the fucking window oh what do dogs you... are going to go nuts when the door goes <laughs> what are you uh, beforehand what are you getting uh Nothing. <laughs> None of your business. <laughs> I just like it. nothing. Hmm. Uh, this package of nothing is four stops away, supposedly, but it's in my street. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. the the life the life of a amateur podcaster, ladies and gents. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know how many times I've had to stop the fucking podcast because I was going to murder both of my dogs. Oh no. <laughs> Mines are good though. Usually they're just asleep on the couch, like right next to me. But when oh. the door goes, I bets are off. Man, what's it? What's that like? My dogs just huff just to fucking sake of huffing. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, my dog will hear the wind blow and just go woof. And I'm like, oh, oh there I it just is. Head down ear flap. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about them, they're fucking stirred. <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. Aye, you didn't have it in Really Organic? Nope, not really. said that at the start. Uh, Well, only fucking a little bit of news then. Uh, 
this is great you've done all this stuff Bob because I, I don't know you wake up and do it while I'm on the toilet well, <laughs> well I mean <laughs> you handle you handle other things I can at least fucking contribute something yeah like so ha- handling this unknown package that's being delivered yeah, that's yeah. all I can think about now yeah I know <laughs> especially when he said none of your business like, I'm like oh man what is it <laughs> well it can't be too bad it's from Amazon yeah. Oh, yeah. it can yeah, be. Would, yeah. They sell yeah, rubber well. fists and rubber, rubber asses. <laughs> well, it's well, nothing sexual. <laughs> well, we narrowed it down, organic. We just gotta keep plucking away. <laughs> so, PlayStation Two turns twenty years. Wait, old. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, that's, that's that's it. Yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> the dream the Dreamcast killer. Yeah, Dreamcast died that day. Essentially, uh, <laughs> did you ever did you ever play a PS2 toast at all, or were you more did you get oh, any yeah, gaming? I had, I had a PS2. Oh, okay. Any? Uh, any? That was fucking. That was a weird <laughs> fucking. Look, I th- I, yeah, I definitely had PS2. <laughs> Just try to think. Uh, it was like the dark console, wasn't it? And it had like ridges and st- on the front. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, it was PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, and then it was off consoles until like towards the end of the three sixty. Really? Wow. Uh, yeah. Was... Even even towards the end of the three sixty, that's crazy. Yeah, like the bundle I got was for the three sixty. I think I've spoken about it before. Included whatever Resident Evil was in Africa yep. or whatever. Yep. And Resident Five. Town. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it was a Gears of War three edition that was bundled with it, like the. God. Oh damn! Something. God damn! So you, like you said, definitely the end of life. Holy shit! Yeah. I I I always assumed that it was like right in the beginning. I, I no, I was I was hooked on I think the PC, but the biggest thing I played was Rainbow Six Three Raven Shield. Like, oh okay. Uh, so I was doing that, like participating in competitions and stuff with that for a couple of years. Wow. I won the PC, like the last gaming PC I had before this. I won playing that. This so. shit. Oh, man. Was that was that international or was that just for? Uh, it was run through clan base, so yeah, it was international. But wow. it was all scheduled on American times. Jesus Christ, this is so fucking eye opening. No wonder you're so fucking good at video games. Jesus Christ. And no wonder you're no wonder you're so dedicated in terms of fucking just hammering <laughs> out a game before esports. Yeah, actually made money. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> That's yeah. that's fucking crazy. Now the PS2 was like he's like organic said it was the Dreamcast killer. Organic and I probably end up doing a PS2 episode now because it turned twenty. That's right. <laughs> but no, oh, the God. back then it was a fucking powerhouse. It was that I remember getting that console when I pre-ordered it eight months in advance, and even then I ran the risk of not being able to get one. But for some reason, they filled my pre-order and it went through. <laughs> I mean, it was, from what I remember, I mean, it was the first console that drove this resale market like crazy. Yep. Yeah. And at the time, too, it was really hot because back then in 2000, that was the cheapest DVD player that you can get on the market mm-hmm. compared to even just standalone ones. Even though it was like a base model DVD player and nobody gave a shit. So there was a lot of people that I know that bought a PS2 when you can get one just to have it as like a DVD player. And then it was convenient because they play video games. 
and it really helped drive DVD as being a type, you know, as a new media type compared to VHS. And yeah, it's, I mean, it definitely trend changed the landscape of just electronic culture in general, in terms of, you know, changing video formats from having fucking VHS control everything for so many years to, you know, having using DVD as a storage format for video games all the way up until the point where the 360 used it. So, and being able to expand on games and making them bigger and things like that without the use of hard drives, which was fucking fascinating to me. But yeah, the console was, it was a fantastic console. I put probably thousands of hours into my PS2 before it died. <laughs> Still remember one, probably one of the worst launch lineups. Oh Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Man, yeah the was... only good thing, the only good thing for it was uh, Tech and Tag Tournament. Yeah, uh, I just remember it as a Fantavision Smuggler's Run. Yeah, Fantavision was a shit fire fireworks simulator and Smuggler's Run. I remember that, that was a yeah. Rockstar game. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I've often forgot about Rockstar game. Everybody talks about GTA, Red Dead, or Table Tennis, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Bully, and... I guess. I never played Bully either. That's a f one of my blind spots. Bully is a Bully is an excellent game. Yeah, it's backwards compatible on Xbox. Yeah, I was looking see when I was tempted to pre-order Red Dead for the PC. Like, mm -hmm. the, uh, you were getting a choice of a couple of games on the Rockstar launcher, and mm. Bully was one of them. That was what I was going to get if I went, but I ended up I couldn't be bothered doing that grind again. Just I'm, stick to the Xbox. I know a lot of people were clamoring for Bully too. I hope they. That'd be awesome if they did it. It's a bully was a good a game. Delivery for driver, so I'm gonna be off for a bit. What's that? Oh yeah, the driver's delivery. coming up. Yep. All right, get him on the show. Talk shit for a while. Well, we get we could talk about PS2 then. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yep. No, it's I. I remember that thing being a fucking RPG machine, and oh man, it's fucking. There's still so many good RPGs for it, and then you had so many good action adventure games for it because you actually. PlayStation had a console that could compete with, you know, Nintendo and things like that because, you know, the N64 had Legend of Zelda and had all these other games and Super Mario. And the PlayStation really didn't have a true, like, open world action adventure game. But then the PS2 came out and you started seeing, like, these games that were like that Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, oh, yeah. things like that. And those games were, you know, I know a lot of people associate Naughty Dog with. The Last of Us and Uncharted and stuff like that. I I always associate them with Jack and Daxter, and they need to make another one. You fucking cowards! Oh, that's and... <laughs> that's on a lot of my top list. Um, yeah, I have so many fond memories of that first one. Oh, I fucking love the first Jack and Daxter. I've played through that game dozens of times, and I remember getting it for PS2 mm -hmm. and buying it at random because this you know this kids is before the advent of the internet where you can where the internet was readily accessible at our fingertips where you could read every review for a game. So a lot of times it was just cover art and fucking cover art and the back of the game telling you what it's about. And I bought it and it came with this big ass poster, a double-sided poster, which is also the map. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I popped it in and was like, oh my God, this is like a cartoon. And I ended up playing the fuck out of it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, one of one of my fond memories was was buying what Zone Zone of the Enders, oh, just the Enders. just to get the uh, Metal Gear Two demo. 
disc. Yeah, that was a that was the greatest selling demo disc that came with a game ever. And, and I and I was so so insane and just going back to snapshot in time of I had an old DVD case I I feel like like a net zero demo or something oh, came shit. in. So I designed like this whole sleeve for it just for the That's demo disc. Awesome. It was crazy because I remember when Hideo Kojima showed off that game. Oh and, man. And a lot of naysayers were going over and saying that, you know, it's running off a Cray supercomputer. No game can look like this, blah, blah, blah. And then Kojima came out and he was like, you're right. No game can look like this. He was like, but it's running on PS2 hardware and it's actually running at a lower resolution than what the final game is running at. And everybody was like, what? Just a big old fuck you to every every naysayer. And then the game came out and it was, the game was just, it was phenomenal looking. It it still is a decent looking game, even though it's, you know, 20 something years old or not 20 something like 18, you know, 18 years old. Yeah, I, I jumped into it about six months back when it came to uh, Game Pass. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the textures are pretty flat, but that's part of what holds it together. Yeah. And another thing is, too, is when you start looking at next gen stuff, you know, yeah, facial facial things are you know, improve significantly stuff, but mainly things that you start to notice is uh, appendages. Because oh, yeah, that was yeah. you know, that was the thing that you know was really thrown by like wayside, you know, during those times. And so it's yeah, you would see them bring up a hand, and it'd be like just four fingers like textured <laughs> together. Yeah. But I mean, I remember, I remember getting Final Fantasy X for it and being blown away coming from. You know, Final Fantasy nine to ten, and it was this humongous jump in terms of voice acting, quality of graphics. It was insane. And then uh, another one too was later on in its life. You know, getting Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts two and Final Fantasy twelve. I was a big RPG fan, and getting these games, especially Final Fantasy twelve, I put probably close to two hundred hours into twelve. And just being blown away by the sheer fucking quality of it. And that's, and what's crazy is like those games look good. And that was just the jump in years. Like it had such a big division from when you first bought the system and you're looking at games like Tech and Tag. And you're like, if this is all the game can produce, like I don't, or this is all the system can produce, I don't want to deal with this thing. And then you start looking at like later in life games and you're just like, holy shit. It's the same way with the Dreamcast. I mean, look at Grand Theft Auto 3 when that, when that game hit. I mean, I could not find a copy of that game to save my life. Yeah, that that game came out of nowhere, and yet again, like I said, it's before the advent of like, you know, social media and the internet, like completely, totally advertising these games, and so you know, a lot of us older gamers, they just we just associate Grand Theft Auto like, oh, it's gonna be another top down game, and then a lot of people are like, bro, this thing is open world, like you might want to look into it, and then. A lot of people don't realize that Grand Theft Auto was even a fucking franchise before Grand Theft Auto 3. I know. I mean, I really didn't. I looked at Grand Theft Auto and I was like, eh, I mean, it's funny, but... And then you got Grand Theft Auto 3 and, I mean, how many hours do you think you spent fucking just sitting there like, I'm going to do this mission. Nah, I'm going to shoot this person in the face that I watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was hours. I mean, it was it was like the, the tech demo game of just mm-hmm. showing what it was fully capable of. Yeah, it was... It was absolutely incredible what the system could do, and 
the way games could look and the way they could run compared to... It was, I mean, a lot of people don't realize it, especially, you know, when you start thinking about, like, now where you're jumping into, like, 4K and these high-resolution stuff. But this shit's been happening since the dawn of time in terms of video games. I mean, you remember playing a PS1 game, especially, like, games like Final Fantasy VII or IX, where they had these beautiful backgrounds, but they were all static. Mm-hmm. They they just put like sprites on them and or they put polygons on them and it's like look how nice this background is and you're like oh okay that's cool and then you go to PS2 and you're actually getting these fully fleshed out areas that are actually you know polygonal and things like that and you're just in all of it I remember playing God of War the first time and seeing the big giant fucking Kraken come through or the big giant sea monster come through the ship and you're like holy fuck, that's a boss? Oh, man, I gotta... You know, you're used to... Things that were relegated to cutscenes are now being actually playable things. And so it's... you. That was really the start of the evolution of not seeing all these badass things in cutscenes, actually being able to play these things out. Jesus, you really could do a fucking whole podcast on this, couldn't you? Yeah, I, I mean, I could. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think another thing that kind of gets lost, um, especially on Toast, now that he's back and... Gonna give us a bunch of shit, but um, <laughs> lo- looking back then, there was so many leaps in technology, and the console cycles were so short compared to what they are now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, and I'm actually thankful that the console cycles have actually lengthened because it makes you feel like that you got your money's worth, not just oh here's the next here's the next console in three years, and you're just already fucking booting out your old one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I. I assume that you got your package What's, that we're not allowed to know about. It's in the box. Uh, yeah. It's in the <laughs> box, <good>. motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're done with the PS2. Thanks, PS2, for all these wonderful years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've not got the dock up, obviously. <laughs> all right. Next one is Next. The Last of oh, Us shit. TV oh, show. Oh, has a dock open. I yeah, do. He's got the dock of, of Google. <laughs> I saw a dock, and I thought it was going to be a picture of a uh, docking, but... Anyways, uh, Last of Us TV series heads to HBO with the Chernobyl creator. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be insane. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah, uh, and the games writer, whoever that is, as well, was on board. Like yeah. so, it's uh, Neil Druckmann. Yeah, it's it's a that's a good place for it. HBO, not just regular fucking cable television either. Does that mean we're going to get to see whatever our name's tits? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, is that something? Oh, no. No. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> what, if it's HBO, you, you, is that not? I mean, I was, I, was, it's, I was thinking higher budget and, you know, gore, not... <laughs> uh, but HBO? Yeah, a- HBO. <laughs> you get higher budget gore and tits. <laughs> Oh my god. Um yeah, anyway, like you both stunned organic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. You don't hear that normally. Yeah, I, I I think it's it's good in that kind of long style format. I just I I don't know what's changed so much from them of not ever wanting to do a sequel, not necessarily doing a movie to now it's all right, let's get this out everywhere. I mean, probably recouping some of the fucking money that they did for delaying, delaying the delaying the game, or just for a fact that you can 
it's a franchise that can make money, so why not put it out, I guess? Yeah, I think with Microsoft struggling, that's pushed the sequel, because they can go, look, we're bringing this fucking masterful game, and here's the sequel. That's just instantly going to convert fucking however many people on a PlayStation that had any sort of doubt for the next gen. Yeah. Like, I know, well, I want it on PlayStation because Microsoft offer nothing, whereas PlayStation are offering this amazing fucking game sequel. Which we never thought was coming. Yeah, and uh-huh. and what I liked about the first game too is you know the first game was that perfect mix of if you wanted to do a sequel you could definitely do it, but if you left the game alone it would still be a masterpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just hope that the story's as strong in the sequel. That yeah. It doesn't leave you sitting thinking oh fuck I would rather that never came out by the end of it I know it looks beautiful and fucking like that demo they showed if it makes any part of that it's just got to be amazing but the story has got to fucking carry it right and not leave a sour taste and another thing is too is I hope that like you were saying like all of a sudden just not doing like we're going to do a sequel to this game and thinking that they're going to do multiple what I liked about the Uncharted series with them is that every single game was isolated. Yeah. So you could play through, you could play through one, two, and three, and you could play through one and not play any of the other ones and just be happy with it. Cause it's just that game ended. There wasn't, you know, the bad guy, it was almost like a movie where the bad guy was in that game and that was it. And, yeah. and so they would just expand on world. They would do more world building than they would, you know, overall plot across four games. And so, I just hope that they still go with that type, that line of thinking where it's just, you know, if you want to play The Last of Us two and not have another sequel ever again, it's like okay, I'm I'm happy with this. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's still an overarching story, but like each thing's got a proper conclusion. When right. Started, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. And I mean, it could be, you know, with the TV series. I know some people like. Like my wife, she I tell her about these cool plots for games, but you know she doesn't. She's not super huge into playing them, and she doesn't want to sit there and watch me play through them. And so it could be good that you know you tell her about this TV series and it's a live action show that she actually be interested in watching it. And so they just might be reaching out to a different type of audience. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean if it's done well, it's going to be excellent. And Chernobyl was a absolutely incredible show. And they got across, they got across across five episodes, did more across five episodes than what some series have done in multiple seasons. So hopefully it's just oh, like wow. a short form. Yes, yeah, so hopefully it's just a short form thing where they could do it in one season or two seasons where it's not like let's keep delaying this and adding new characters and adding all this bullshit that we don't need. You know, because yeah. I mean, if it's successful, it could, and it's timed right, it could be that this show comes out. And then the second season is the second game or something like that. Right, exactly. Uh, but I don't know, we'll see how it goes. It should be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely interested. Next, a game I've not heard about for fucking ages. I forgot it was coming, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, June 26th. Yep. Uh, I've not seen that story trailer yet, but I'll need to check it out. I, I, yeah, I, I watched it. I watched the story trailer. I didn't really get any of the plot because I was looking how gorgeous the game was. It's sucker punches. You know, they're known for Sly Cooper and infamous and stuff. And 
every time they release a game on a new console, you're just you you think that they've hit their peak, and then goes to Tsushima is just it looks absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah, like having only played Infamous like last year, because mm-hmm. uh, when I was catching up with all the PlayStation stuff, it's fucking great. So right. I'm excited to see what comes from them. Yeah, I'm, and then getting getting a release date in the middle of summer, you know, we're three months away from it now. It's that's really exciting, and it's almost like one of those things too, where you can see where Sony hasn't said anything about the PlayStation Five because you got so many heavy hitters coming out on PlayStation Four that they almost are like don't want to take away from the hype of those. They don't want people. They still want people buying consoles. They still want people buying games for PS Four because. You know, yep. you still got these heavy-hitting games coming out. And so, if you're not to PlayStation 5, you almost sort of fuck all of the developers that released it for the 4 because then everybody's like, oh, well, I'm just going to wait for a PlayStation 5 to buy it. And now they're just like, we're not going to say anything because you should be buying these games for this console because they're going to be fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm stupid excited for that. It's I'm glad to see that it's something totally different from what they normally do outside of, you know, and every single time they release a game, it's something completely different. And of course, all the Xbox fanboys, they're like, oh, great. Another, another corridor simulator for PlayStation. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, even, even from the story trailer, <laughs> you s- still can't quite tell what type of game it's going to be. No. So I'm really interested to see what direction they go or if it's kind of going to be a blended mix between. Yeah. I'm curious if it's going to be, like true open world like infamous or if it's going to be more linear but regardless it's i have faith in them that they're gonna put out an excellent game mm-hmm. so yep onward and upward uh more more cancellations from because of the coronavirus yeah that's, that's i've got a, well that's what south by southwest and twitchcon Am- amsterdam yeah but it's like it's spreading into like effect. It's affecting cinema. Fucking, yep. seeing even like WWE are canceling their events and things like that. Yeah, and then uh, did you? Are you talking about like cinema? Or are you talking about James Bond? Yeah, James Bond. Yep. Uh, things like aren't releasing in China at all. Like that film you were talking about, Organic Onward, hasn't came out there yet. Wow. Because uh, like nobody's going to a theater to watch it. Yeah. I think I think they said that uh, because what was it? it? 007 was supposed to come out here in like May. Was it May or something like that? And then it got delayed till November. So they're talking about the film is going to lose like thirty five million dollars to delay it. And yeah. just in just in advertising and stuff like that in general. And so it should everything's starting to take a hit now and. It's it's crazy, especially South by Southwest, because that's like one of those things where that was big for small business. They would make a lot of revenue, and some some places would make almost like a year's worth of revenue in yep. that time. And that being canceled is humongous. It's just that's insane. No, I was never anticipating something like that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then. Mission Impossible Seven production stopped because that was happening in Italy. Which oh, is like yeah, I read about that. Cor- in Coronavirus t- Central. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Europe's hub. 
Even things like the Amazing Race for me, they fucking stopped that recording. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, Mr. Reality TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking great. They just what? released the, the trailer so, for the next season of the challenge thing so, I was talking about so, next month. So what? What happened? Like, is it just something that you and the missus bond over, or is this something that you're fully addicted to, and she just calls you a loon for it? No, I both watch it. It's one of the things where, like, you've got the fucking drama thing, but you can also not pay attention in between a lot. Of it. Yeah, it's mindless TV. So it's like you'll right. watch the people beat each other if half to death and the. Comp- like the elimination challenge, but then you fucking just be on your phone until some drama erupts. And, <laughs> and then you're, you're like, oh, people boy. start throwing punches. Um, there was one I was watching a video on Reddit, and I forget what survivors from. I think it was like from one in like Italy or something. But they were playing this challenge, and this girl got upset. It was like a ball throwing challenge where they're trying to knock down these things, and she got really upset. And her teammate tried to give her a high five, and she got so angry that she fucking headbutted him and broke his nose. Oh yeah, she was. Uh... She was like an MMA fighter that was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I was like, I mean, she fucking, that was a clean ass headbutt. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fucking, it's great. <laughs> See, I'm trying to interact with you. I'm not, I'm not trying just to say, fuck that. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I like what I like. Fuck yeah. I, hey, hey, no, nothing wrong with that. I watched. I'm always open to trying these new things. Right. Uh, but like I've tried Final Fantasy, and mm-hmm. I'm when that get actually going back to that when that comes out, I think I'm going to try and get back in at 15 and see if I could finish it. And then if I do, then I'll buy the remake. But if I can't get any finishing 15, play, then I'm not going to bother. Play the remake because the no. remake is. I want to say <laughs> I want to say the play the demo because the the controls are a lot more. They don't feel as if they don't feel as floaty as 15. Because you know, sometimes fifteen, it felt like you weren't really playing it. I can't remember. Yeah, there, there was there was times where fifteen, it just felt like that the game was on autopilot, and you were just picking out menus, and everybody was just swinging swords around. Like uh, seven seven's remake is a lot tighter control version of that. So I would say download the remake and give it a shot. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it has to be like full game launches. Uh, to take me away from Divinity right now. I'm not going to stop to play a demo. Oh my god. (laughs) Why didn't you just... Why did you have to leave? Why didn't you just have Evil Toast answer the door for you? (laughs) 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 Fucking shit. (laughs) I I can't have anything taking me away from Divinity 2. That's the weirdest fucking sentence I've ever heard from you ever. I see. Like, I I want to make progress in the groups that I'm with uh, mm-hmm. more than my solo game. Cause fucking, I'm playing. Like, I've replayed the like when we that Tala Billy was joining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought right, fuck it. There's no point in us having our three man game anymore. So we massacred the town, and that cut off all the quests. All that pish, blah blah blah. So they basically you can't. Uh, there's only limited XP in the world because nothing respawns. So we <laughs> fucked that game basically. Because we thought we'd never go back to it, but then fucking, there's been times where Billy hasn't been on. We've wanted to keep playing, <laughs> so we had to start another game with the three of us. <laughs> uh, so it's basically running through that starter island like maybe six or seven times by now in different groups that I'm playing with. Right, uh, having eight hundred. Uh... <laughs> and in, until you get off that initial island that we were on, uh, half of the like the game is a shadow of itself because you've not got 
anywhere near the power of the abilities, all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, that you need, like, it just makes it so much cooler later on when you've got all your spells instead of like three shitty little things that you can just repeat over and over. Yeah, because that was the, that was the thing I was noticing. It's like you said, it was shield throw, uh, stomp, and then you know fortify. But I imagine later on, it's fucking bonkers the amount of shit that you can do. Yeah, like I think I've got two and a half skill bars full Jesus. of oh, wow. different spells on one of my characters. Like. <laughs> or getting. Mechanics writing in the show notes. Organic uh, uh. <laughs> said, quote unquote, we are talking about news, not starting the show over. <laughs> uh, God help me and strike down upon Toast Banjo. <laughs> okay, oh. news. Uh, last thing <laughs> Nintendo PlayStation prototype. Uh, it, I mean, you know more about Bob, yeah. So, it, can... so it went up for a live auction. The owner of it said that he couldn't, you know, he needed to recoup some of his money and things like that. But it, he got a little too greedy. He was originally offered a, he was originally offered a, uh, a offer of one point two million USD for it, and he turned it down because he was saying that he was going to get more for it. You know, it's it's no big deal. I'm gonna put it up for auction. It's gonna go for way higher. Um, it sold for three hundred sixty thousand. What a fucking chump! Right, that's this? what I said. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're a fucking like, chump. Who has this guy turned down one point two million? Is he just not care about money? It, that that's the thing. He was he was saying that the money was supposed to help recoup the costs of of like travel for it, and you know, because it was going to different, it was going to various different conventions and. I don't know if he was just like poor with his money when it came to these conventions. Cause if I was the owner of a convention and somebody wanted to put that on display, I would pay to have him flown out to have it displayed. But mm-hmm. I guess he was paying for travel and stuff like that. Just doing a lot of stupid decisions with it. And then, you know, he was just like, I just need to sell it. Like, you know, I, I don't have the money to afford it and I'm up to my eyeballs in debt. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then somebody offered him that, and then he was just, all of a sudden, you're just fucking greedy. Something that you found in your house, and all of a sudden, you're fucking greedy, where you're like, oh, you know, I can get way more than $1.2 million, and then he deserved every I bit mean, of that. <laughs> if he's just a guy with a normal job outside of this, like if he's not some rich fucking guy that owns it, then I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. You wouldn't risk going to auction when you, like, for $1.2 million, there's no way that's not going to clear his debt. Right, and uh, he's not put himself any one point two million pounds yeah, worth of dollars yeah, worth of debt. Yeah, and, and he wasn't, you know, from what I gathered in various articles over the years, he doesn't seem like he's this big heavy millionaire. You know, if he if he was a millionaire, he you know at that point I would have just any yeah, any can, real business person would have taken a one point two million offer for a console that you found in your garage. <laughs> and yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> So it, it sold for three hundred and sixty thousand and uh pets dot com founder Greg uh, McLemore bought it because he wants to eventually open up a game museum. And so he's been buying a lot of rare items at auction. So I thought that was cool. At least somebody's anticipating putting on display rather than just putting it into their personal collection and just leaving it there. I'm shocked that that guy has any money left. I don't know if you guys remember pets.com. I remember no. Pets.com, and I heard that he's. I was reading that he sold it to Amazon, but I mean, has he bought? Did he just go like buck wild with his money afterwards? Well, no. It was uh, Pets.com was one of the first like dot com busts. 
like the early 2000s. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, 2000 or 2001. I think mm-hmm. in like the first half of the year, I think the the value was devalued like 200 million. Wow. So, yeah. Holy fuck. It was, no it was part of like one of the, like the top 10 crashes. Wow. 200 million? Holy shit. Uh, I wonder if that console ever ended up in the Germany like games museum thing I went to. Um, oh, where you played sure. the uh, Death Pong game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fucking great. It <laughs> <laughs> was like toast game. Uh, no, it's. I'm. I'm curious because I know it went to like various. And what's what's even shittier is too is if you go to some of these gaming conventions and they have a quote unquote like gaming museum, you see dev kits and stuff like that, and it's it's super cool and stuff. But a lot of these conventions aren't fucking big enough to, and have enough notoriety to bring a fucking Nintendo PlayStation. Like, I think it went to, it went to one that's in, oh God, like Montana called Mo Game Con, which is a really nice convention, but the person flew out to do it and they're like, we're going to have the Nintendo PlayStation on display. And it's like, that's not going to sell tickets. It's not, it's not a thing to bring revenue. It's a cool thing to have, but it should have been put up in a regular museum, not, you know, that had like a video game section, not just bringing to shitty conventions where people were worried about trading and selling video games than they are seeing this thing on display. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, shit, if I if I had a half working prototype of something and somebody offered me one point two million for it, I would be handing them the console before the fucking ink dried on the check. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, a million dollars or something that like I said, you essentially bought I think he bought it for like a hundred dollars out of a lot of stuff from office closing and his son found it and yeah it's that's it's sort of just fitting for it because you know you thought that you were you being greedy and now you're going to get a third of what you were supposed to get for it yeah but hopefully it's on display somewhere and hopefully it will stay there because it definitely should be uh, and that's about all the news. Yeah, I think. Uh, there was, <laughs> I mean, there was, like rumor stuff about Call of Duty I wanted to put in, but it's fucking. It just every week there's a new rumor or oh, that the battle royale is coming this week. Oh. I think the latest rumor is that they found the map, uh, but like it was this towards the middle or the start of last month that they somebody had actually got into the tutorial for the Battle Royale mode. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. So I don't know how they got in, but like, uh, it was teaching you how you collect money and you can call in supplies and all that during it and stuff. Uh, but uh, I, once that comes out, I'll be all over it for a fucking couple of weeks, probably. Yeah, like it, feel, Battle it feels like oh, it's so late in the game for that to be coming out. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just something to get the last people away from Black Ops and onto Modern Warfare, I guess. Mm, yeah. Because as of right now, if I had to choose between the two, I'd uh, boot up Blackout mode on Black Ops instead of booting up like Team Deathmatch on Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare. Mm. Uh, so it might, once it does get released, it's definitely going to drive a few more sales, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, is. 
Has anybody heard anything about Call of Duty, whether or not they're going to release a like a Series X PS5 version of Call of Duty to run alongside the launch? Like, you know, what was it? Call of Duty Ghost came out with uh, the... Yeah, we don't even know what the next Call of Duty is. Yeah. Like. Oh, so they haven't even said anything yet? No. Nah. Yeah, they're turning around because they've got all the different studios working on it. They're turnarounds. Fucking, they right. usually announce at E three and then it's out that Christmas sort of thing. Right. So that's there, even there might be because uh, Witcher's the only third party that's confirmed any sort of like the extra version on the Series X. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, th- uh, yeah, yeah. They're the only ones that actually said that there's going to be a Series X version of a game. Because Witcher were one of the first third parties as well, I think, to do the 4K patch when the X came out. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Speaking of specs, I, I don't, I don't PC game, but one of the random things that I saw was uh, Doom Eternal's PC specs. And to get the game running at 1080p 60, it's the max PC settings that Doom 2016 ran. That's wow. just the minimum. And to get it running 1440p 60, one of the things that called out to me was it needs 16 gigs of RAM and uh, at least a 1080. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. that's 1440p, not full 4K. I'm just like, holy shit. They, they said the game is a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. See, like, if you do have less like, fucking supercomputer, though, it can go up to 1,000 frames per second. Or yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you're human eye. You're <laughs> I can see that. It's just Turn a bunch out. of 20. Toast has got a closet with a bunch of 2080s all fucking daisy chained together. <laughs> nah, I mean, I've got 16 gig of RAM, but right. fucking my card doesn't. Uh, I've got the 2070. Yeah, uh, they were they were saying at least the 2080. It was, I was just reading all the stuff. It was, you know, high-end processor and stuff. And then I was like, oh, cool, that's 4K. And 1440p, it's like pseudo 4K. But I just thought it was hilarious that it wasn't even a full fucking 4K signal. And they're like, this will definitely bring it to 1440p 60. And I'm like, holy shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, crazy. The, the game's going to be fucking incredible. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping it will be. Well, I mean, uh, I think the only thing they've done is made the same thing as 2016, but they've added a different. You can now replenish armor armor by doing a different type of kill or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different like, movement and seems like it's yeah. a lot more fleshed out on different ways to approach the game. Yeah, because what was it? You got health from doing one sort of thing, you got ammo from doing another sort of thing, and now I think it's just you've got a third thing to get armor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing because sixteen was probably one of the best feeling FPS games all generation. Uh, yeah. It was such and a sleeper like, hit too. And it it was cool too because you even with the console versions, why you didn't get the ultra high end version of it, it ran so well that it felt like you were playing the PC version of the game anyway. Yeah. And and then just the direct director type stuff like the music syncing with yeah. the combat so well yeah. and all that sort of shit. I still listen to I still listen to Doom twenty sixteen soundtrack. Like it's good just background noise if I'm not just I if you want to just fucking murder people. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's just that I listen to I listen you to You just a lot. put your headphones in while you're at work and yeah. somebody's just mouthing some problem yeah. to you and you just imagine caving their skull in. Yeah, I mean we've all been there, we know exactly what <laughs> You got Wu Tang, I got metal. It's cool. 
Is that everything? Yeah, I think that's everything. Okay, where can people find us on the social then? They can find us at Complete Geeks. And the link for Discord will be in the show notes. Yep. Uh, we've got our game club thing going. Uh, the end of March we'll be doing a spoiler on the last of... Oh, fuck off! <laughs> life, What's in the back? Life is strange too. God damn, I was doing so well. Yeah, you life were, is strange too. You were doing... I just like how you got so angry with yourself. I thought you were yelling at organic. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> it done now. No. Uh, well, that's us anyway. Uh, See you next week. Thanks so much. Yep. Thanks. See you. The Complete Geeks Podcast. The Complete Geeks Podcast. Podcast.